Welcome back. <clears throat> At the time of this recording, it was immediately after the previous episode about Leah Thomas. And as promised, I am going to go into detail about certain politicians here in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania that have shown that they are not worthy of being in politics in the first place. I'm going to be talking about probably a couple of politicians that you may or may not know, or at least know of, and also some of the more absurdly bullshit bills that have been trying to get floated around Harrisburg. So, without further ado, the first person I am calling out is a, a state senator who's running for governor. I'm talking about Mr. Doug Mastriano. For those of you listening, we all remember the incident that took place on January 6th. The insurrection and the assault on the Capitol building in Washington. All failed attempts made by Donald Trump to decertify the vote that was put before Congress in regards to the presidential election. Doug Mastriano was actually there. He was in Washington, even though he claims that he was not a part of the Capitol assault. He was still there. He's also running for governor. What a lot of people don't know outside of Pennsylvania is that at the very beginning, all the way to the height of the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, and I'm not going into any detail, I'm not endorsing anything that would put me in violation of any rules set forth by any distributor of my podcast. I'm only stating this as historical fact and proof, and I will try to reference the site uh, in the description, but during a, during a web meeting with congressional leaders in Harrisburg, Dr. Levine faced quite a bit of quite a bit of transphobia coming from Senator Mastriano. Basically to the tune of Dr. Levine, whom I do have a, a crap ton of respect for, and I will defend her. Even though I may not like some of the decisions that she's made, I will still defend her solely on the basis that she did the best that she could for the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, 
despite the fact that every last Republican senator and Republican representative in Harrisburg was basically following suit with Trump, trying to call the pandemic the Democrats' new hoax and this and that and downplaying it. We've already had enough of the American repugnant Kool-Aid drinking repubtards, as I like to call them. Yes, I know, that may be offensive to those who might be able to fit that shoe, but guess what? You probably did worse, probably said worse, at some point or another. Anyhow, long story short, she was, Dr. Levine was saying, well, what more do you want me to do? I'm doing everything that I can to help the Commonwealth. And Senator Mastriano basically just yelled at her, resign. Well, it doesn't exactly take a degree in rocket science to figure out someone needed, number one, they needed their pampers changed, and number two, someone needed a bottle and a nap. Okay? That's Doug Mastriano for you. The jerk-off running for governor on the Republican ticket. Next one that I'm calling out. Okay? And there are a butt-ton of reasons for me to be calling this particular senator out. And that is Chris Dush. Chris Dush has been responsible for so much bullfuckery in Harrisburg that it's not even funny. He voted against extending the emergency declaration knowing that it would actually eventually help people in his district. And I'm talking about assistance with rent, utilities, mortgage, taxes, etc. because of lost income due to the pandemic. Okay, in other words, if you were laid off during the pandemic, and even if you were receiving the pandemic and unemployment assistance, if you're falling behind on your utility bill or your rent or whatever, there was funding coming from a federal level to help with that. Chris Dush, not realizing the fact that there are quite a bit of homeless people in his district, <clears throat> does not quite realize that the people could actually benefit from it. It's something that can help them. Instead, what happens? That money gets squandered from Harrisburg. It gets redirected elsewhere. Um, 
It also, eventually, a tiny portion of it does make its way to nonprofit organizations that are responsible for handling that kind of funding. But only after giving themselves a bunch of pay raises in the process. That's my first beef with Senator Dush. The second is that he has gone out of his way trying to find fault in the 2020 election, ultimately trying to... ultimately trying to get Pennsylvania decertified from the 2020 election, in addition to some other stuff, and I will get into that. Trust me, I'm going to be getting into that. But, anyhow, he called for a full forensic audit of the entire state, which would, which would never have came out of his pocket. Not once. It wouldn't have came out of the county's pocket. At all. You know who would have been footing that bill? And maybe, quite possibly, find maybe 200 votes that were miscounted? If that, not even coming close to the widespread fraud that has been made, well, whose claims have been made by politicians that have their heads shoved up Trump's ass so bad that it's not even funny. During the 2020 election and previously afterwards, there were cases of, there was one case of voter fraud that was found deliberately in Pennsylvania, but that vote did not even go to, well, that case of voting fraud was not in favor of Joe Biden. That vote, that case, was actually in favor of Donald Trump. Okay. But I digress. He's calling for a full forensic audit He's already hit, like, two counties so far who have voluntarily decertified their votes, undermining the public's voice when it comes to elections and undermining the democratic process. It's also, at that exact same time, there was a point in time, literally just a couple of years ago, that Chris Dush was holding public hearings to determine whether or not he should vote for a particular bill or resolution to reduce the carbon footprint in Pennsylvania.
trying to achieve net zero. In other words, the amount of carbon emissions put out within the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania is equal to or less than the total amount of uh, CO2 that is dissipated into outer space. In a fashion that never seems to fail, Senator Dush downplayed it, attempted to say that the Earth goes through climate cycles, which it does, but those climate cycles take tens of thousands of years, if not hundreds of thousands of years. And what we are seeing is happen happening more rapidly than that. So, there's that. In addition to that, he also attempted to make allusions to CO2 does not exactly float. It sinks. And to an extent, he is correct. It will sink. However, it will dissipate quickly and float if it's dispersed. My apologies. If it happens to be dispersed via wind currents or some other thing. Okay. That in itself does go to prove just how limited his knowledge is. Okay. That's another thing that has been bugging me about Chris Dosh. And then there's... I have two, maybe three more things. Depending on how much time is left. The next thing, we're seeing this in states such as Texas, Arkansas, Kentucky, uh, Florida, okay, where abortion is being severely limited to like the first eight weeks or the first 12 weeks or even the first three weeks in the case of Ohio. Most women don't even know that they're pregnant until at least 15 to 18 weeks. Okay. Just no doubt on that. Scientific fact, medical fact, go and ask any doctor. So, with that being said, I personally see it like this. Yes, I am pro-life. However, I also realize one thing. It is not my place to dictate what happens with someone else. I don't have a uterus. I don't know if I ever will have a uterus. Bottom line, because of that, I should not be making any kind of judgments or decisions on what happens in 
someone else's uterus. Okay. Yeah, I would love to see an end to all abortions. Okay. But that's a woman's choice. It's her body. It was her body first. Okay. The bill in Texas does not make any... Well, none of the pro-life bills make any provisions for cases of rape or incest. The one in Tennessee does allow abortions after the 15-week mark, only if the mother's life is in danger. And then they have to either bury or cremate the fetal remains, which is a waste of taxpayer dollars and resources just to try to say, hey, this is... This is how I feel about it, and I'm pushing my views onto you. I'm sorry, but that should not even be allowed to happen. A similar bill was introduced here in Pennsylvania, and the sponsor of that bill was none other than Chris Dush. He doesn't quite realize that sex crimes only ever achieve a 4% conviction rate nationwide. Okay, there are a million different reasons why. Ranging from, well, she, well, so-and-so was dressed a particular way to she sleeps, so-and-so sleeps with everyone else, so why not me, okay, or even something to the tune of so-and-so is a prostitute, so-and-so is a whore, so-and-so will sleep with anyone, you know, or so-and-so is lying, you know, we all get the same picture, okay, so we got that. Next thing on the list, okay, we all know someone who does partake in cannabis culture. In other words, they use weed, whether it be for pain relief, symptom relief of other stuff going on, or they use it recreationally. Chris Dush voted against it, citing that it is just as dangerous as heroin or crystal meth. Come on, dude. Okay, seriously. What is so dangerous about marijuana? You call it a gateway drug. What is it a gateway to? The fridge? World peace? Or dare I say it, relief of different conditions such as PTSD, bipolar disorder, uh, Parkinson's, uh, HIV, cancer, you know, 
all of those, you're going to deny, you're going to sit there and say that this drug is so dangerous, but yet studies have dictated otherwise. And it's always the same people, time and time and time again, that will sit there and say, well, uh, we're tired of the situation in Harrisburg, we need new faces down there, we need new perspectives down there, but then turn around and vote the same clowns in. Okay? <coughs> I have put these politicians on blast, starting with Chris Dush's predecessor, Joe Scarnati. I have called him out publicly, not only on social media, but in person as well. I have called him out on his own hypocrisy in office. I've called out Chris Dush, also on his own hypocrisy. And I have done so publicly. I had chosen to do it at venues that I know would embarrass him. Because, let's face it, people like Chris Dush will never learn a day in their life what it means to be a commoner. They'll never know what it is to have to choose between working your ass off to make a living to support yourself and still having to choose between keeping the lights on or a roof over your head. He'll never have to worry about that. He will never all also he will never have to worry about people judging him for his sexual and gender identity. But yet he will sit there and intentionally gatekeep minority populations. To keep them in check. And probably the most abhorrent. He doesn't represent any of us in Harrisburg. If you're in Pennsylvania. If you happen to be in Chris Dush's district. Which is the 25th Senatorial District. Or Doug Mastriano's. I don't know what district he's with. Let him know. Look, we're putting you on blast. You work for us. Not the other way around. With gas prices especially currently being as high as they are, there is no reason why our roads should be as bad as they are. I was just reading, well, I was doing a comparison between roads in Pennsylvania that need to be redone, you know, repaved, the whole smack, 
and compared them to developing nations in Africa. Okay. And I came to one realization. That realization is Pennsylvania's roads are actually worse than two-thirds of the developing nations in Africa. But yet, at that exact same time, we also have one of the highest fuel taxes in the nation, if not the highest. Am I right or am I right? That we shouldn't be having to spork out over $4 a gallon with... What... What is the current gas tax in Pennsylvania? I think it's like 47 or 57 cents per gallon. That there could make a lot of difference to some people. Maybe not so much others. But if you have, say, a minivan, you know, because you have kids, and... It costs you, oh, 60 bucks to fill up at the pump. Well, guess what? Gas prices currently are 47 cents, well, 4.19 at Sheets locally. <coughs> and... Of that, 47 or 57 cents of that price per gallon is what goes to the state. So you're talking about 20 to 25, maybe 30 gallons of fuel, roughly. Maybe a little, maybe less. It might be like 15 gallons at this point. You know, but you figure that's like, oh my god, that's like that's like fifteen to twenty dollars of that particular transaction goes to Pennsylvania, and we still have the world's worst roads. Again, just an attempt to actually get to rally the troops to demand that accountability be made in Harrisburg. Our infrastructure is beginning to deteriorate, and at that exact same time, politicians don't care. There was a bridge collapse a few months ago in Pittsburgh. Okay. And... Do you think any Republicans were there willing to roll up their sleeves to help the first responders? Nah, don't think so. There was a bridge collapse in 2019. I think it was in either North Dakota or Minnesota. And that actually had 
a pretty good number of fatalities. You know, everyone's at that point, everyone was talking about how dangerous most of the bridges are here, but yet, exact same time, chose to do nothing about it. Chose to do less than nothing. And that is why I'm saying we need people in office that's actually going to represent our needs. And I'm asking you, if you live in Pennsylvania or wherever you happen to live, please consider running for public office. Please consider running just merely on the fact that we have so many problems that could be solved with just a couple of compassionate people at the helm. But anyhow, I've taken up enough of your time. I do want to thank you for bearing with me. I know I went grossly over time, but until next time, I love you guys. Eat your vegetables. Brush your teeth. Know that Mama Bear loves you guys. I will talk to you guys later.